Hi, I'm Krista. And I'm Susan. And we are Dandelions and Side Streets. On this pod, we connect with creative people and other folks doing interesting things in the world. Writers, artists of all kinds, innovators, and helpers. People we would like you to get to know. We also review books, recite poetry, share recipes, and savor in the art of conversation. We chat, share stories, chew the fat, chop it up. We love a good chin wag. Thanks for listening. Sue, happy 2023. We made it to this year, 2023. We did. It's amazing. Yeah. We haven't made it through January yet, though, mind you. We have a few days left. Yeah. I feel like it's the longest month of the friggin' year. I mean, from the very first day, I I came into the new year with great intentions, with positive outlooks, and it just seems it's one thing after another. Yes. I won't go into the details because we don't want to be too depressing, but it's just been bam, bam, bam. I got the vid. I mean, I don't have it now, but I I got the COVID after three years and uh, I've, I'm healed from that, but you know, I'm like, come on. Yeah. That feels unfair after all that time. Oh, you know? Yeah. It, it wasn't very enjoyable, but anyway, I'm taking my vitamins and uh, doing the best I can here. You know what I mean? Good. I'm glad you're better. I'm glad you're feeling better. You Thanks. sound good. A little nasally, but okay, I think. Yeah. Um, do you ever find yourself writing down like, is this our age? Like, I'll write down like, oh, it's January 25th, 2013. Oh no, it's not 2002. It's 2023. And it just, I'm like, just, you just blink and a decade flies by. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm still in the nineties in a lot of ways. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I, I totally concur. Today I was thinking like, um, how many years left I have to live? (laughs) (laughs) These are the kind of, these are the kind of questions that come up in January. Like I have any say in that, like none of us have a say in when, how or long we're going to be here. It's it's really none, it's none of our business, but um, I did make an estimate and, uh, and I was like, whoa, um, that much time has just flown by without a blink. So anyway, I'm not going to get in a fuss about it. I'm just going to keep tracking and try to do the things I love. And I, I make like, I don't know. I feel like I may do some drastic things this year, like make some changes. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. We're let's just say we're over the halfway point, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought you meant of the year and I'm like, no, um, but yeah, we're definitely over the halfway no, point. <laughs> my mind was still on how much longer am I going to live? Thanks well, for bringing that question to well, my mind. <laughs> Well, if we say that we are having a midlife crisis, it's kind of not accurate. We're it's we're kind of if we're ha- if we should be having a crisis right now, it would be like a post midlife. Yeah, crisis. very much so. Yeah, yeah. 
Anywho, here we are. We're still alive. We got snow here, and I know you got snow there, too. Yeah, it was uh, snow, freezing rain, and now rain. And so it's a slush pile out there. And it's going to freeze, and it's going to be lovely tomorrow. Uh, When I was walking today home from work, uh, it was slushy and icy. And even the patches that looked like dry sidewalk, no, slippery. Yeah, be careful. I will. You would be really proud of me. I uh, went to a yoga class yesterday. I am proud. I'm always proud of you. Even if you don't go to yoga, I'm still proud of you, by the way. And that is why you're my best friend. So during the pandemic, I did do a series of things like I I joined this beach body team that my cousin Paula led and that got me through a good portion of the pandemic. It nearly killed me, but I did do it. Um but also I did the yoga with Adrian on and off. Oh yes. She's so great. Yeah. Anybody out there that wants to try yoga at home in the privacy of your home and you're looking for a little leadership, uh, Google yoga with Adrian. She has some great online courses. She has a, a whole calendar of free classes that you can take. And some of them are 10 minutes. Some of them are an hour. You can choose. That was really helpful. But in terms of going out of the home and going to an actual yoga class, I, I had, I've been a member of the YMCA for many years, but I hadn't gone back to the Y until just this week and, uh, took my first class and I was a little emotional. Oh, to be with people, to be practicing in a room in real time. And I recognized the instructor and I recognized two other people from pre pandemic but all of the other faces were brand new. But just being in that room and just that familiar space where I've practiced on and off for since 2004 or five, mm. um, it just felt like very emotional. Like, I might cry right now. It felt, it felt like the pandemic, you know, and it was really nice to get back. Oh, my oh. gosh. See, I have the January blues. I could cry over anything right now. Well, that is something, though, Krista. Like, yeah, as you were telling me that, too, I was thinking, I have not done, I haven't, okay, I have not been to a gym. I have not been to any place where people are together moving their bodies. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, that's sad, and I recognized the teacher. She's very sweet. Her name's Terry. And uh, I mean, they have a number of teachers there, but th- th- she was one of the people that I recognized. And uh, as soon as I felt a little weepy, a little nostalgic, a little emotional, yeah, uh, she just looked over and was like, arch, arch. You know, it was like, get to work. And that made me laugh a little bit and it made me feel better and um, I was a little sore today, but I'm I'm going to keep doing it. And uh, that's great. That's and great. I'm, I'm I'm um 
I'm looking forward to it. It's something to look forward to for sure. Yeah, it's important, isn't it? Like right now, we have to do stuff to make ourselves feel better. That Like things that are healthy, you know? Yeah. The cool thing about yoga is that you don't have to be flexible. You don't have to be good at it. Whatever good at it means, it doesn't, I don't think good at it applies to yoga, but you just need to be there and breathing and moving to whatever point you can move, however small or minuscule that may seem. And it does feel absolutely great. Oh, you know what? I just lied. I have done some yoga in a group in my workplace. They offered it like workplace yoga. That's awesome. I know. I know. That just, that was, thank you for reminding me of that because that's a really nice thing. And, you know, like, I think my boss was watching us all kind of fall off the deep end and just like, yeah, not doing so well in January and brought in the old yoga teacher. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Workplace health. It's good. You and I were talking about the vagus nerve this week. Yes, that nerve that runs from the brain right down into our stomach. Yeah, apparently there's like two parts of it and it kind of branches out and it Mm -hmm. goes around your heart and into your organs and all kinds of things. I'm not an expert, but I do know about it. But we were talking about this because um, we're reading this book. I think you started reading this book as well. It's called Reclaiming Calliope. And what's the uh, subtitle? Um, Freeing the Female Voice Through Undomesticated Singing. Okay. What sold me on that book, and I have it on order now, by the way, Mm-hmm. Is but what sold me on it is the idea of undomesticated singing. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> In Greek mythology, Calliope is the muse who presides over eloquence and epic poetry, so called for the ecstatic harmony of her voice. This book was recommended to me by our dear Daryl Tracy. Yes. We love Daryl. We love Daryl and everything Daryl tells us to do. We do. You got that. <laughs> so I, I was talking to you about this book and then you went right out and got it. And, yes, uh, because Daryl told us to. Yeah. And, you know, I have another book on the go as well because Daryl told me to. <laughs> um, he didn't tell me to. He's, he mentioned it. And then I said, oh, is this something I should be doing? And he nodded. Yeah. In a strong way. Yeah. Um, the talent code. Okay. Which, just to sum it up, uh, yes, you can have talent, but it's a it's about doing the work. <laughs> there, I summed up the book. Okay. I will, I will yeah. continue to read it, though. Okay. I, I don't to. feel like I need to read that now that you just summed it up, but thanks. <laughs> I think I need to read it and do the work. <laughs> it sounds like too much work. <laughs> 
Anyway, Daryl is, I always love, you know, he's an inspiration. Yes. Speaking of inspirations, my beloved Indigo Girls have a documentary that just came out this week with the Sundance Festival Mm. and called It's Only Life After All. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm looking forward to seeing it. And it's just, uh, you know, they've been around for almost four decades. Yeah, they're still still with us. And a lot of our, you know, people are dropping off. A lot of people dropped off in January, right? Yeah, Lisa Marie Presley dropped off. Mm -hmm. That was shocking to me, frankly. And um, we lost somebody else, too. David Crosby, Crosby, Stills, and Nash. I know. Somehow that one wasn't as shocking. Maybe I was shocked that he was still here. (laughs) I know. know. Yeah, with all the organ transplants and all of that, yes. What talents, right? Yeah. I mean, it's sad. But the thing about the Indigo Girls is they, they still, they're activists. They still tour. They're still writing. They do solo things. I mean, it's amazing. And um, you know how I discovered the Indigo Girls? I was in St. Thomas University, and uh, our mutual good friend, John Wilson, was going to that university, and we were pals there. And he came into my room one day and tossed a little uh, cassette tape over. It didn't have the cover. He said, I think you'll really like this this tape. Uh, There's no cover. I said, okay. I listened to it and instantly fell in love with them. And I still love them. And I've seen them countless times. Um, Anyway, that's the news on that. Oh, going back to the vagus nerve. Yes. Oh, yeah. We lost the thread. We We, (laughs) we lost the thread there. Vagus nerve. So um, we were talking about this as well, Susan and I. There's a little exercise. It's so easy uh, to do a vagus nerve reset. And what it entails is sitting straight with your shoulders back and head high and shoulders relaxed. Doing it. And you just keep your head, you know, aligned. And you turn your head to the as far right as you can go without hurting yourself. Mm-hmm. And with your eyes, look back as far as you can. And then let your head float back to the center again. Nice. And then do the same thing on the left. Mm -hmm. Oh, that hurt. (laughs) Oh, it shouldn't hurt. You shouldn't jam it to the left. I know. It's just, yeah. And then you let it go back to the, you know, come forward again. Then you, what do you call this? You put your loop your fingers through one another and or like behind your head. Yeah, you put you loop your fingers together, link yeah. your fingers together and put them behind your head. Yeah. And, and again, keep your back nice and straight. And then you take your eyes just alone, your eyes as far right as you can, and then let them float back to center. And then you do the same thing on the left. Just look as far left as you can without turning your head, keeping mm-hmm. your head straight. Just the eyes, right? Just the eyes. Yeah. 
Then release the arms. And then do the first part over again. You look to the extreme right as far as you can. And then you look to the extreme left as far as you can. And what you'll notice is that you can suddenly see inches further back than you could the first time. Did you notice that? I did. I felt like a friggin' owl. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess our, do you feel different? Do you feel like your vagus nerve has been reset? I feel, I feel better. Maybe a little better. (laughs) I think I I do too. Yeah. Yeah. I think, no, since you told me about this exercise, I've been doing it every day, just by the way. And it does loosen things up again. It loosens things up. It might though, even, I don't know. Okay. This is a theory. I'm just putting it out there. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm not sure it always makes me feel better. Sometimes it might make me more emotional. But you know what? I'm wondering if that's a good thing. It's just like emotions that need to maybe come out or something. Because to crackle and pop out. Right? Mm -hmm. So sometimes I feel like a little bit worse after I do that. Like kind of like, oh, I'm going to cry. And then I'm okay. Then I feel better. See, I think I feel better right now because before I was like feeling very emotional and, and I feel a lot happier, but that might be because I've just spent the last 15 minutes talking to you. So Vegas nerve, Susan, Susan, Vegas nerve. (laughs) No one knows for sure what I will say that I feel like my, um, I feel like my back feels a little crunchy, like, like kind of like, Oh, I think I should get a massage. Yeah. Nice. Anyway, folks, give that a try. Don't hurt yourself. Just like yoga, if it hurts, you're doing it wrong. It should hurt after, though. Yoga should hurt after. (laughs) Not during. Yeah, it's hard to know now what, yeah, because kind of everything starts hurting. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're in this, we're in the second part of our life, so... (laughs) Oh, you know, John, um, I asked John Wilson to give me a recommendation on some music because I feel like yes. he always knows about good stuff, clearly yeah. from the Indigo Girl experience. Yeah. He sent me the name of this St. John musician named Clinton Charlton. Mm. And um, I Googled him and I really like his sound a lot. I think he's typically a drummer for a couple of different bands. I really like his voice. I think that like he hasn't done like a whole lot of current singing because he sings and plays the guitar as well. And he's a songwriter. Um, He's a, he's a multi-instrumentalist. And I really liked his sound a lot. There was a couple of songs that were really groovy, but recently he released a, um, an, uh, uh, an album called the low light in winter and it's all ambient music. So he makes all these sounds and he created, like, he uses beats, he uses all kinds of things. And I love that. Um, That sounds great. Yeah, it's like really moody and like these soundscapes that are really interesting. And 
Um, and he also did this project going back years, I think like 2011, he did like that, I'm going to write a song, produce a song every month for the year. So he did a thing called January to December. Mm. And I know there's only a couple of days left of January, but I think I'm going to try that myself. I think you should, Krista. I'll I let think... you know what, what January, I have four days or five days to produce totally, a song. I can do it, can't I? You totally can. How we have one ready to go. When, here's, this, here's a thing I've been doing mm-hmm. since uh, January 1st is I'm writing in a journal one page every day. I write one page a day. So? And I and sometimes I draw a picture. Oh, if I I'm love too, that. So I'm just like every day I'm putting something down on paper. I love that. So that's happening. And I think last time I talked about trying not to sleep with my phone, mm. I'm still... Uh, I, I, I slip up and from time to time, I'll sleep with my phone. But, time to time. Um, Last time we talked about it, you said you ended our episode with report back. And I still haven't, like, I still haven't let go of my phone. That's yeah. the truth. I haven't. I'm yeah. terrible with the phone in the room. Yeah. So that's a still ongoing, but there's been improvement, right? Good. Um, yeah. I want to say that I'll try, but I don't want to lie because I didn't do very well the last time. Well, maybe it's not something that's bothering you. Like it was bothering me because it was keeping me awake at night. And I would, I would find myself like at two in the morning, you know, reading just stuff that I didn't want to even be reading like news or, you know, blah. That is so true. I mean, sometimes I go on the old FB and I'm really grateful for it, the connecting with people from home. Like, I love hearing about what people are doing. Like, I love it. You know, I'm a yeah. social butterfly. I like that stuff. But then there are things that I don't like to read about. Mostly I enjoy some of the things. And you, with the recipes I look up, you'd think that I had like a whole restaurant happening here, but... Somehow at 3.30 in the morning, I need to know the best apple crumble recipe. Well, that's a nice thing to look at at 2 in the morning. Like, <laughs> Right? I'm like reading about like mass shootings or something. You know, like that's yeah. not good. That's not good for your brain. It's not. It's not good. Oh, I also wanted to mention... So my cousin's daughter, my second cousin, Molly Steeles, just did an art show. She's a photographer mm-hmm. and an artist. And uh, anyway, I went to her art show at Toronto Metropolitan University. She had a little art show called Revisiting in My Mind, where she has all of these photos from her uh, childhood and she does like she takes strips of them and and then she brings in this bleach and she bleaches some of the colors and I mean I'm not describing it very well but basically 
she kind of takes these nostalgic pictures and and alters them kind of, and it sort of represents how our memory gets altered with time mm, that's cool it was really beautiful and like it was very beautiful i think she's really talented she does my acting uh headshots she has the last two times nice yeah and yeah. um i it, they always make me happy anyway i have a feeling we're going to see lots more from her too so Great. I love to see that. Mm -hmm. I need to come up to Toronto sometime. Yes, please. I might need to just get through winter. I'm sorry to tell you that, but I might just need to get through February and, you know, maybe part of March. I do want to go to Toronto sometime and we'll, we'll, I mean, we'll figure it out, but it's just January just seems uh, kind of like it never ends, but I know that it will. It's going to end on Monday, right? <laughs> Tuesday. Listen, it's winter is a slog. It always is. I I can't wait till it's over. I, like I think that if I was somewhere where we were, you know, going skiing or snowshoeing or something, I think it would be more exciting. But I just feel like in Toronto, it's just you're slogging down the street and salt everywhere. And yeah, you know, and you're, you're, you've got your nice winter coat on, but is it really, does it look good or is it practical? That's <laughs> the question. <laughs> yeah. We don't care about that kind of stuff out here. Like I have my hunter orange toque. I have, you know. I'm no fashionista, but I will say that when I buy my winter coat, I want to know what it looks like. I don't really think about <laughs> how practical it's going to be later. And there it is, my whole life. This is how I make my decisions. <laughs> Well, Sue, we made it through, almost through January of 2023, and I just want to say thanks for being on this ride with me. Right back at you, Skipper. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, thanks to all the Dandelions and Side Streets listeners. Thanks for being so faithful, and we're happy to have you here. Thanks. Bye for now. Bye for now. Thanks for listening. 